Ladies and gentlemen, we're here with Charlene from Nanine Cool Beans, and we're here from Sammy Rothbard of Tubby Borscht. Everybody's going to have a good time tonight. <laughs> I'd rather condone or uh, abide by this fucking recording session happening in my fucking kitchen. Space beef like, band, like, god damn like, it. Welcome to another episode of Lost Beat 6. It's uh, been a little while, probably uh, the last one was early January, so like six weeks. You know, we're uh, finally back here. Ooh. We've been working on some stuff, Steve. We've got the uh, the Psychedelic Space Beef Band going. That's right. So hopefully putting out the record uh, Meet the Beefers uh, sometime late March, early April, depending on... Uh, I would the... say this spring, early, late spring, early summer. Yeah, some sometime around there. So it's gonna uh, be it's gonna be great. busy busy working on tracks you'll see such as uh, Moke City and uh, the psychedelic space beef boogie. So and, and uh, uh, Macho Man Randy Savage, or uh, what, what was the alternative title? So we don't get oh, sued. Macho Man Sandy Ravage. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll see uh, how the copyrights work, but uh, it should be fine. So. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's looking good. It's working. Yeah, hard. No, I, I'm I'm really excited about the record. You know, uh, a lot of these songs are fucking four years old by now or somewhere <laughs> around there so you know like the uh the the uh space beef lawn ep we're gonna include those tracks it'll be a full-length album we'll have uh i think it's 11 tracks so uh we're we're very nearly done and we've got some really uh, gonzo takes of uh you know bong rips and you know uh other stuff, so it, it, we, we got it's, some real gnarly sounds. It's it's pretty it's a dank, nasty record. I, I think it's I can confidently say no one has uh, heard anything quite like it. <laughs> yeah. We're breaking new grounds. We've got a uh, new genres like derp funk, and, derp uh, funk, and uh, uh, what was the other one? And uh, I forgot the other one. Yeah, me too. Yeah, well, anyway, it must have been not that important. Yeah. Uh, what what else is uh, on the agenda here, Steve? Uh, we we have uh, in in the studio in the beef the beef center. We got our good friends. Uh, Sammy Rothman and Charlene Gibbs, Tubby Boots, and Nani Kula fame. Yeah, they're pretty good. Nice. It's pretty awesome. Right, it's and also fun. we have super fan Ryan here. Oh, yeah. No, the the, uh, the uh, man behind the song, uh, Punish Steve's 2017 oh, yeah, right. tentative yeah. title. Ryan, how's it going? Pretty good? Yeah. yeah he's, he's nodding in a... You, do you not want to talk about the song at all or... Uh... What's there to talk about? Uh, plenty, you know. Uh, maybe uh, inspiration behind the uh, the music. La inspiración, la inspiración, inspiración de la la, la canción es, uh, es es porque mi amigo Stefan uh, es uh, muy uh, muy solito, muy triste. Uh, es, es un virgen y por mucho muchos años. Yeah, yeah, that's about it. Años I mean, y años. Just a sad-ass, lonely guy Un, Una vida sin mujeres, sin niñas. <laughs> Muchas, muchos años solitos. <sighs> yeah, it's true. All right. I don't lie about this shit. So, that's... that's uh, <laughs> That sums it up pretty well. Yeah. From someone that doesn't didn't understand any of that, you know. I did. <laughs> Sounded about right. Yeah. We're going to go ahead and start it off. Bouncing through the air. I 
minds I'm a criminal To face the woes of timeless fury With synthetic fog and cosmic principles My endeavors will be granted Just throw it on the floor and out, but you're so thirsty. Well, thanks to me. Excellent. All right, you want to finally crack open that beer? Yeah, there, Ryan? yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm holding out here. Well, um, I'm working on it. While he's doing that, it's Charlie, coming. Sammy, welcome on the show. Glad to have you We're here. We're so happy to have you here. Uh, but Hope you enjoyed the, the food earlier. The, oh, my God. Beef. Dude. Oh, I love beef, man. You can't yeah. beef it without actually eating beef. Yeah, so yeah. seriously. That's the, the way it has should to Should we describe start. it to, to the listeners just to explain what? That beef was all about. Oh yeah, I know. I know. Let's let's let I shout out to Winco because they fucking hooked it up. Winco is the shit. Yeah, they hooked it up. I I I asked I asked the butcher where to get the thing. That's about it. But uh, how did you like it? Because that's my first time smoking brisket. It was amazing. Well, yeah, and I said you know it was some of the best, better than I've ever. Even some restaurant ones that I've I've had in that's, the world, you know. Bodes well I'm for so the, the smoker. You'll get it a does. check in the mail. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited oh, about this. Um, and you know, so I get to eat this every podcast, so you know, <laughs> I'm the real beneficiary here. <laughs> that's really unfair. <laughs> that I haven't done anything quite like that, and it's that was it was a pretty uh, 
uh, during. Uh, I was I was I was a little nervous. How and you this woke, woke up at six thirty this morning to I start smoking, up at, right? Yeah, six. All day affair. And you smoked it until I think we left your place at eight o'clock, seven, seven thirty. About six in the afternoon. No, no, no. We that was later than six, bro. (laughs) Seven. Seven It was later than that too. Really? Yeah. Seven thirty. Yeah, I was. I was very hungry. I remember because when we drove up, it was I think four, four ish, and that's when we got blenders. And I was like, man, I'm really hungry even after this blenders. At least we're only (laughs) eating in an hour. And then it wasn't. Right. <laughs> yeah, but it was the longer that we waited, the better it, it tasted. Yeah. It was, it was unbelievable. Let I say, it was very juicy, Good. not dry at all. It was Good. like totally a, a juice machine. The outside, though, that crisp, mm, that mm-hmm. layer. Yeah. <laughs> I was just licking the, the, um, the, the skin. The skin. Oh, is that skin? Yeah, <laughs> yeah whatever it is. Yeah, whatever that. What? You're out there. Your your synthetic I think it's called, skin. If it's that you done, created. if it's done too, if it's done too well, it's called bark. Oh <laughs> really? If it's done too well. So I can still taste the seasoning on it. That's good. Uh, yeah. uh, thank you so. I mean, that's no. Thank that's you. Awesome, yeah, it went so. well. I gotta say. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad also, uh, Ryan, good job on the goulash. Am I yeah. saying that right? Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, man. Goulash, goulash. Yeah, that turned out really well too. Uh, Just yeah. sourdough into it. Yeah, uh, and in Hungarian, it translates roughly. <laughs> the fuck, I fucked it up. It's, not, it's a joke now. Uh, I was gonna say it was trash soup. Trash but, soup. But, uh, yeah, but yeah, uh, Steve's meat is neat. Yeah. Good shit. He's kind of. You know what's interesting is that fishing. that song, unless, uh-huh. is actually about beef. Really? Yeah. A beef Damn. of humanity. The beef of... Ooh, wow. I, like. I actually don't know. <laughs> I didn't write the song. Sorry. Well, yeah, I got really excited for a second. Let's, let's, let's talk about the song. Um, yeah, we'll just go into the non-Indians right now because so. because because I like that record a lot. That was my favorite record of last year. Whoa. What? Yeah. Wow. Guys, yeah, there's a lot of records that came out, and I didn't like a lot of them. But Jeez. this one was good, especially the ones he worked well, I'm on. Really, I'm really I glad that uh, the threshold of you liking music was so low I don't that really, my yeah. album came up on top. <laughs> <laughs> you said you hated a lot of records last year, you know, and well, that it's, it's, bar it, set it, quite it kinda, low. It occurred to me where it's like it was such a uh, every year there's a list at the end of the year where there's t- like 50 records, best records, and they're all the same. NPR, Rolling Stone. Pitchfork, they all have the same like 50 records, and there's always like a uh, you know, somewhere along the line, there's like the standard radio head that comes in like 45th or whatever. And I'm like, oh, yeah, or or like Death Grips finds its way into the group or something like that. <laughs> but then, um, was I just did, pit, that was last year, huh? I think so. Yeah, I didn't really like that one, but basically, the, my point is that I didn't really take the time, I didn't really listen to any of those records that came out, and I didn't really care to find out. If they were good or not, I, I just didn't it. like them very much. But I liked all the records that my friends made. That's cool. Yeah, we're trying yeah. to, I guess, focus more on you know music that people we know are making. You know, totally. So, so that this is part of the part of the the brand uh, culture ethos here. The ethos. What record yeah. did our friends? What records did our friends make? We have Tubby and Nani. We had the Tubby Boots record, the Nani record. Deltas. We had the Deltas can make uh, like your brother. Yeah. They'll Did Asteria sh- Mother put out something last year? I can't remember. Yeah, they put out not a thing. No, they put they didn't put anything but fuck the fuck it the EP. Jim by leaked not it. A thing. Oh. Jim, <laughs> Jim leaked it. The recordings. And Rob leaked it. And Rob Separately. leaked it. Um, King Washington put out a single. 
Um, Pretty bad. Burning Jet Black had their their record come out. Psychedelic Space. Psychedelic Space. Flan. So yeah, a lot of lot of Michael Michael put out a, a, a piece. Oh yeah 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 that was. I think when you very avant garde. Yeah. What? I have to listen it to called? it again. Uh, what was the name of it? I can't, it's a long name. Yeah. It's one of those it's this and something something or, you know, one of those long. Uh, now I have a question. Per, per, yeah. How many records? Of those, were you affiliated? Like, did work any work on at all? Two, three, two, th- three, four, four. Wirewalker seven. put out a record too. All of them. Yeah. Five. <laughs> <laughs> no, three. No. Well, the thing is, you know, as but you know, I, I'm not the one necessarily making the music. Yeah, though. I know totally. Yeah, you probably just did mostly engineering for him, right? I, I helped, maybe. I mean, if you that- can call it engineering. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking of. You know, some some records that I end up working on, I can't really listen to because uh-huh. I'm then I'm still I'm like I'm I like have to process the music for how long for a while. It just uh, at least a day. I don't know. You know what? The exception is your record. Thank you. Because I because even though I worked on that, I still wanted to hear it. But I was like listening outside of my experience with it, if that makes sense. Cool. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm one of those who am more interested in seeing it finished. Mm-hmm. And once I see it finished, it's like a product or a finished thing. I can separate the mix process or the end result. So I, I can listen. Yeah. And also it helps if you're sleepifying uh, records that you may or may not have um, uh, residuals on. <laughs> Just saying. But, um, yeah, I, I, every time I listen to any of the stuff we've recorded, I, it's hard to not be like, hmm, what oh, could yeah. we I'm still not saying do that, to this? Yeah. You know, like, I, I, it's hard for me to escape that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it takes... I think it's it's like years until it... Fi- like, the fucking definitive stuff. Like when I listen to it now, I'm not like, what could I have done better? You know? like, I looked at that... Really? My saying, musical hey, tastes have changed since then, so like, I, I, I don't even care about it. The techniques have, for me, have changed. So it's like, okay, well, you know... I'm glad we don't do that anymore. Yeah, totally. Because yeah, totally. that, that seems so extreme. Like, there's recordings that, that we did a long time ago that now I listen to and I hear it. It's almost as if it's a different set of ears. Right. Even though maybe yeah, the that, intentions that's... were similar. We're, we're still going for the same thing. But I go, man, that overhead sound or that, that drum sound is, yeah. is maybe I was happier. I was semi-happy with it. But now I'm very unhappy with it. Uh, whereas, for instance, with the, the Tubby record, when you were mixing it and and I was listening to the process and hearing it as when, when we were in the thick of it, it was very difficult because I kept hearing the things that I want to change or, or made different. But at a certain point, it just, I don't know, it just disappeared where I didn't think about it that way anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't listen to it now and just in my head mentally bend the, the bass down or up. I don't know if that makes sense to you. No, I absolutely <laughs> yeah. understand. Just for me, it takes a long ass time. Yeah, it's crazy how everybody has a, I guess, a different I, sense. Yeah, of... I just have to. I've learned to like just put up with it. Like I, you know, it's, I can't spend this much time. Or we're never gonna get anything okay. done. So, so I have a question: Do you think Kanye West just like that's the only thing he listens to is himself? Aziz <laughs> Ansari has a joke about that. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, he's like he's like, oh, is it a Kanye West? Pro-? This is pointless. Edit this out because this is an Aziz Ansari joke. But Aziz Ansari is like, I was at a party where Kanye West was throwing, and I went up to Kanye West, and his own beats were playing. And I was like, Kanye, you listen to your own music. And he goes, yeah, these beats, beats are, are dope. dope. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> yeah. 
My uh, personal opinion, um, I'm a masochist, and I fucking hate music. So the shittier my records turn out, the happier I am. Mm. You know, well, you it's did good a good know. job on Lay Skrillex's face, so we're, we're looking forward to that one. Also on the uh, Meet the Beefers record. <laughs> That's great. So. Let's ask, let's ask the, the guests some questions, because this is like a turn-into-a-jerk-off session. Um, so <laughs> tell, us about the, the, tell us about the little keyboard thing that you sing into and it samples it. Oh, the VSS-30? <laughs> Yeah, oh, that's that's something that our friend Gabe, he's in a band called Bicos and another band called Brochure, and he introduced us. I introduced Kyle and I to this concept, and and it's this old Yamaha keyboard, which I probably shouldn't even talk about it because if anybody hears about it, then who knows? The They'll price want it. could go up more and more. But um, <laughs> I think it was made famous by Sigur Rós. They use it on stage, and actually, Broadcast is another band that Charlene's really influenced by, and they used to use that or one of the versions of it. It's a tiny keyboard. I think it's, I don't even know how many keys it is. It's maybe two like octaves. Oct uh, maybe? I think Octave it's two, and a half? Yeah, I don't know. something like that. Um, but essentially you can sample anything and Kyle normally sings into it and it takes your, uh, whatever you put into it and I guess transposes it to each key um, or to each key so on the keyboard. it's just an old school sampler. But what's cool about it is you can change the attack, the decay, uh, a bunch of different aspects of it. You can change the type of sound wave that's that that's going into it. And we used it, for, I mean, we didn't use it much on your record. I don't think we used it at all. But No, I didn't even know about it yeah. until. But on the Tubby record, we used it on almost every song. And so we do these really interesting, I guess what we would do is we'd listen to a part and go, what type of, of key sound do we need for it? Is it something that needs to be attacky or something that needs to be long and drawn out? Kyle would sing into it, and then he would just kind of mess with it and just click a bunch of buttons until he got an interesting sound. And then we'd record it in the computer and then put Decapitator on it. <laughs> we pretty much put Decapitator <laughs> oh, on, I've on seen every mixes. single time. Yeah. So That's a um, running joke, by yeah. the way, in <laughs> but, the world. Yeah. So sometimes, I mean, at first we, we started putting it, running it through, uh, I think, the classic APIs and trying to smash it there. And then we ended up putting it into an RPQ 500 in line mode and just smashing with decapitator because it sounded cool so yeah that is fun you mean smashing or driving driving it but sometimes we go pretty hard it just depended on the situation okay yes how did, how did you guys develop your st i know i know tubby and nani are like separate styles completely almost opposite because one's very well um One's good, one's bad. Because, one's because, really, <laughs> I think I say one's very well written. One shit. One, one seems very well refined, and the other one in, in, in Tubby seems very, very raw. Yeah, for sure. And, and, refined, and open. Refined. Oh, interesting. I, I don't know. A third word. Seven like, oh. years. <laughs> but yes, Steve. We'll start. We'll just start with Charlene. How, where did you uh, develop your style uh, and influences and? Because um, it's a very unique singing style. It's a very unique guitar and writing style. Hmm. Well, it's kind of been an interesting process for me. Um, I started playing guitar when I was 13, but I've played piano since I was very, very little. Mm -hmm. Music has always been a really big thing in my house. Both of my parents are musicians and sang and did stuff. My dad was a great pianist. Um, but I, I was forced to sing when I was a kid. Yeah. You didn't my, want to go to lessons or whatever? Or you just well, okay. So this is what happened at my family reunion. 
when I was five, I saw all my cousins singing on stage, and I'm like, I want to sing. And they're like, okay, you sing. So I sang, and then my dad's like, oh my God, we're going to cash in. (laughs) Yeah, so then I started, then my parents made me sing like all the time everywhere. Okay. And then I, like, I hated it, and I did not want to do music for the longest time. But I had such an appreciation for music, just growing up in a musical home and mm-hmm. like playing classical piano, and you know, being exposed to all kinds of music from my dad, and um, always being pushed in that direction. That like I have like a weird like Jekyll and Hyde relationship with it, and then eventually, it just turned into me wanting to be more of a composer than performing and just spending a lot of time learning how to produce and spending a lot of time listening to interesting music that wasn't necessarily like the music that my parents wanted me to listen to. I don't know. Something like that. So Nice. Yeah. Sweet. I have a question. Okay, good. All right. So uh, pertaining to to Nani, there's a lot of... There's a lot of stuff going on in your music. There's a lot of like sound design and and I guess you could call it and and you know kind of hard to identify sounds and things going on. Do you are those mainly synthesized? Those mainly just like actual physical sounds that you're making or like how do you approach those? Both. So every song on the Put It With Mine record that has those samples usually has like found sounds and audio samples from like friends recordings that I've stolen or like sound bites from them, like in real life speaking or like living. This, this podcast could end up on the next Nani record. <laughs> oh my God. Like, sound right like, here. Like, um, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Basically, uh, that, that could be, yeah, there's the it. There's the, hit. <laughs> There's the there's that's the, the hi right there. There's the, I don't know. Um, and that's the line in the sinker. <laughs> but um, at the same time, I also have a fascination with with synthesis, and uh, I use a lot of uh, weird reactor native instruments reactor um, ensemble synthesizers and effects and stuff like that. Um, I just like weird textures and like kind of embracing the idea that textures can uh, instill some kind of uh, emotional response in a song and kind of engage people in a way that they're not even thinking they are engaged in. So, mm-hmm. how how much is that premeditated in writing? Oh, um, not at all. Okay. Yeah, because that that also I could see that also being very all these ideas coming together while in the process of holy shit we could use that yeah could you walk us through the process of a song maybe how it's created I'm kind of curious to to hear what are you though are you (laughs) yeah because I'm actually very interested in this because I'm obsessive compulsive as shit. In, in like what, special, what kind of way? Like I can't. I'm not good at chaos. Like you're really good at organized chaos. <laughs> uh, like making things just like come out of fucking nowhere and blow up your brain. Wasn't your D and D character like chaotic evil? Chaotic evil. Chaotic. <laughs> <laughs> what's, your, what's your affiliation? No, I mean like there's a lot of like organized chaos happening. Like you can clearly tell it's 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 
like intentional, but like, where do you, how do you decide this freaky laugh sound is going to go here? This super bit crushed sound is going to go here. This typewriter sound is going to go here. Yeah. When, what, what when makes, to filter what, the drums, when to. There's a sensory the overload. Let's let it, let's. Yeah, let's, please. <laughs> <laughs> when? <laughs> when do they happen? How does the dolphin noise make? <laughs> please. Tell us, Quinn. Um, okay. So there's a few things. Um, number one, I'm influ- I'm really influenced by the group, the books. Do you guys know the books? Never heard of them. Write it down. Really, the books? Come on, guys. Come on. Come on. And Ryan's putting it down. In his um, phone. I started listening to them when, uh, like, middle school or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and they opened me up to the idea of of creating tension and dynamics in a story with found sounds and like moments, captured moments. And I thought that I could integrate that into my music as well because of all the, the videos I took of my friends and all the musicians that I were, was uh, collaborating with at that young age too. Um, so it, the, the, the record's really about relationships and I wanted to really overemphasize that in a lot of the songs with, with the people and, that I'm sampling and the music that I'm sampling in it. But in terms of like, when do I, how do I make that crazy sound come in? I don't know, it's just instinct. It's just what I want. I mean, um, when I've seen you do it too at times, I, I, I'm speaking from an outside perspective because I have nothing to do with that. Um, <laughs> So I, I kind of see it as like painting a picture too. So sometimes in, in portions of songs, like when we're writing music together, she'll say we need to get really quiet at this part or this dynamic needs to be this way. And, and I've noticed that the way the parts that you come up with, the way that they relate to those sections is that um, sometimes they'll fill that in or they'll emphasize things or they'll just be crazy and out of nowhere. But, hmm. but it, I, I don't know really how to explain it. You know what? At the same time, I have a lot of... When I'm when I'm doing preliminary stuff, and I'm you know thinking about production of the song before a lot of the stuff ends up on top of it or being melded into it, I actually write like whipping here and like I listen to the whole song and I'm like writing a bunch of notes like with different ideas that I am thinking about. Like this needs to get brighter here and vocals need to get high cut here and then enter in reverb and then, you know, make it dry towards the end. It's all, some of it is actually really premeditated in a way. Is that premeditated? It's like a production treatment. I like guess, you, Like yeah. you would on a movie sort of. Totally, yeah. it totally is. It's like a storyboard. Like yeah. It's not like you were but writing some, a song and thinking about it as you were writing But yes, exactly though. But not while I'm like, Writing the words, I can't multitask that much. It's is it sort of similar around the 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 way you um, create your vocal phrasing? Because there's a lot of like long legatos and then short asides that are just like crammed in verses that are that are really. It's almost I don't hear anything quite like that. Unless I'm not hearing a lot of music these days. But, <laughs> Sounds um, like it from earlier. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's. 
these albums all suck, but I'm not a music fan. <laughs> no, music sucks. <laughs> I want a shirt that says music sucks and like walk around Nam and stuff and have people harass me. Well, I, I love I love just saying, you know, I don't listen to music really. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't listen to music. <laughs> um, I I'm Wait, really. That's what Cameron said. Excuse right? me. Was it Cameron said that right. Oh yeah, that's what Cameron said. Yeah, he our totally dr- said our drummer was the one who said that. Yeah, he's Credit the one. Cred- I'm crediting Cameron. Yeah, man, stealing people's shit and stuff already. <laughs> that's fine. Um, I'm not sure where that is. That is that come from, from just the lyrics, uh, or that you're you're writing, or or just kind of where you see that melody going? Kind of where that melody goes. A lot of stuff that I sing on the record is the vocals are improvised. So, oh, okay. Yeah. So well, not the not the lyrics, but um, and. I mean, the melody isn't improvised either, but like the the vocal styling, the styling exactly, right, is not very premeditated. I kind of like lay down a few tracks for the song, and I'm like, oh, okay, maybe this this is probably like the best way that I mm-hmm. I can sing these lyrics, and I'll just choose from there. That totally brings me back. It's true. There are times when she'll have a vocal melody and lyrics. And two years later, she'll change a couple notes in that melody, but keep it the same. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, oh my God, I have demo-itis for the old version. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. But then, you know, I end up getting used to it because demo-itis is... Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have a, I have, a question, I, have, I have a question for you as a vocalist is like kind of what led you to, what, what kind of like opened your mind to doing, you know, kind of odd... Uh, like offbeat kind of stuff in your in your in your vocal takes like sometimes you'll be singing some like really pretty melism like melismatic stuff sometimes you'll be like screaming the top of your lungs laughing or gasping for air or something you know like, like <laughs> what made what made you like go like i could do that i want we should have this podcast and then people would never listen to my music they're just like <laughs> <laughs> just totally i want it to be like that yeah it yeah that's basically like curses that i'm like putting on people. Um, uh, it's just the way it is. I don't know how to explain that. Really. It's just how you feel. Yeah, just how I feel. How I want to emphasize things. What I think, I think is Katie the best Curry way. Katie something along those lines too. What do you mean? Kate, what? Excuse me? <laughs> just kidding. She's cool, right? She's from around here, isn't she? Uh, yeah, she's from uh, she's from the the the, the 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 United States. She lives down the street from the Mongolian barbecue restaurant <laughs> over at uh, over at Camarillo. Um, no, I actually have a, a question for both of you. Is and whoever wants to go first, just dive right in. So, I mean, like elephant in the room, y'all are super into each other to the point where y- y'all are getting hitched eventually. <laughs> um, does that? Does your? Does your? relationshipness does that define how does that define your musical relationship does it how does that affect how you work together is that does that make things easier harder both i don't think it i don't even think it's a factor honestly if sammy and i didn't like each other in the way we did i think i think we'd still be really good partners but we would probably like each other eventually i think sammy's a like a super dependable person he always follows through. He's really smart. If he, when he says he's gonna get a tape machine and fix it from scratch, he does it. Nothing stops him from from achieving his goals, and that's something I really, really, really respect. 
is a lot of grit. Um, also, he's an excellent bass player and um, has a really great ear. But I mean, just because I like him a lot doesn't make doesn't isn't a bias in that. You know what I mean? I don't think what he's you really like, good he's like your him. fiance. You can say love. <laughs> nah, just I just like him. He's a really good friend. <laughs> he's a really good friend. Even at that, he's I a like, really I nice like, guy. I like all that was said there, and I'm done. Is it like but not like like, <laughs> or podcast. is it? It might be like like at this point. Okay. Oof. Yeah. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. It's getting serious. <laughs> well, Sammy, you feel the same way or different? Or thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the opposite, so I kind of just leech off of those uh, great <laughs> Sammy factors. <laughs> no, I, I don't really. I hadn't. I hadn't really thought about that. In, in about in musical terms yeah but we work together too so like in our professional job lives and, so it's really interesting because we pretty much do everything together to the point where we even play Zelda together and if we had a switch we'd be playing it right now <laughs> 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 like, like those, those, those freaking people up there who've been playing all night those freaking people who stop. graciously yeah. lent us their home yeah. those freaking people yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, who continued to play Zelda in front of me for about three hours while I, taunting you know, him, taunting me every time it's I asked him, asked him how it was, and and on a scale of zero to ten, and he goes, "It's like snowboarding." And I said, "Well, one time I had a great time snowboarding, and one time I had a bad time because I fell on my ass and really hurt." And he goes, "Yeah, it's like those." <laughs> I, said, I, said, what do you, what do I said, "What do you mean? It's like those." Um, That's great. That's a great but, answer. I assume it was Jay that said that. Sounds like something he would say. <laughs> But yeah, working with Charlene's amazing, and 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 one of the things that I, I don't really know how our relationship comes into it, other than I think by being together for for seven years and learning about her and learning how to communicate with her and hopefully getting better at understanding what she means when when um, when I talk good, yeah, when she talks good, uh, I think it's helped helped our relationship in every area, whether it's music or. Uh, work or just you know going to figuring out what we want to get for dinner playing Zelda dinner, together playing Zelda together <laughs> when she says go left you know that that means maybe go left yeah no. I think you Probably should make a while sure to you learn get, that you but. have that switch you know in your prenup and all that jazz you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, god. Um, oh my god but but one of the things that's really wait um, wait hold up I love to like listen to this 20 years from now and just be so dated with the you know switch. with the switch you know? <laughs> the fuck is this oh the switch I remember that yeah <laughs> were they talking about like that like whacking somebody or something it's like it's like the Nintendo the switch one of the guys at work today told me when I, I was walking out of the office and, and he's an older gentleman really amazing person to work with but I, I told my friend there I go yeah I, I went around all day looking for a switch I went to Target and we went here and went there and then this this gentleman goes he goes i'll take you out back and show you a switch (laughs) (laughs) damn are you serious yeah but it wasn't as menacing as i I know he 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 smiled when he said it. that's (laughs) hilarious so it was kind of scary that's great um, he's a really nice guy he was talking about switch hitting right yeah Yeah, exactly yeah like like, no like no like a switch like 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 hitting you with a switch yeah like like a stick like a switchblade no, no, like, no, like you know, it's like I'm gonna get like like getting like a stick like of a hickory switch, and like, like a switch switch hitter. No, remember when like Adrian Peter- no, remember when Adrian Peterson got suspended for hitting a ba- a baby? 
He hit it with a switch. <laughs> it's like what a particular kind of twig or something. He just goes out to his backyard and gets a hickory stick and he just like smacks a baby with it. He's an you asshole. You have to read more books from like the depression and stuff. <laughs> yeah, people dude. are constantly Mark being Twain being hit by switches and uh, stuff. Yeah, I was the thing of Steinbeck. Thing you read Steinbeck? I was gonna say. Man. I did read. Yeah, I read Steinbeck. Anyways, I just grapes of wrath. The point is, it's not the name is very. He doesn't hit me with a switch. Speaking of he work, just wants me to buy yeah, one. Out of context, but, yeah. You'd be yeah. Like, what the fuck are they talking about? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that exactly. One system that came out twenty. Years it's like ago. watching the Cartman episode where he frees himself because get he wants to get the Wii. Oh my gosh! <laughs> You're like huh? the Wii. No I think this is a good time to say. time to you guys want to do another song. One I, thing I want to say before do another song is that one thing that I really love about working with Charlene is that she thinks about music in a way that I've, I don't know anybody else who thinks about music that way. And it's an amazing experience uh, being able to work with somebody who just thinks about things so differently than anybody else and, and is so creative. So it's been a really amazing process, just not just working on the record, but also uh, working on music with you in general. That's stupid. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> oh. Oh, he's looking at me lovingly right now. No. You have to leave. Um, <laughs> you're on your own here, Steve. <laughs> Sorry, yes. Everything's your fault 
world, but you don't even have a single beta. It's our job to get sucked in the ridiculous. It's our time to be conclusive in an ass. I don't care exactly what you run to. I don't care just as long as it's meaningful. So suddenly you just I find myself when you sing over and over. And over asking why you try so goddamn motherfucking hard. Listen, anyone. Don't let me tell you that it's just begun. You think it's ending, yeah? The Ouroboros is biting his ass again and again and again. Why kiss me like this in these highs and states of momentary bliss? And what keeps me? I was ready to solo there. I know. I was gonna go into it. Like a fucking toe. I wasn't prepared. Shit. Good stuff. That was wonderful. That one gets me too. Oh no. I'm sorry. No, it's it's good. Ryan gets the feels. I just get. I just get. I I can't. I just get a boner. I just get a boner. Steve 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 cries. I just. But um. (laughs) It's all crimes through different holes. (laughs) Yeah. It's crimes. Crimes, yeah. yeah. Crying crimes, crimes through different holes. Yeah, it's crimes through different holes. That's the name of my next record, by the way. Crimes through different holes. I, I can't Seen wait to hear the it. Tears of the dick. The first Walker, lead crimes through different holes. Just, just, like, just like laughter is the Kalashnikov of the past. <laughs> uh, anyway, how the hot sound? Um, shit. So high. That's too bad. <laughs> no, it's no, what I meant to say. He he gets the feels. I just jaw drop and I'm like, oh my we're, we're about uh, short on time, but we want to have you. Thank you for having us on. Thank you for being. Thank you for having on. us thank on. You uh, for we thank you for letting me be my copywriting material. Oh, wait, you're trying to say. No, go, go, go. Just, so, anyway, thanks, thanks yeah. so much for coming on the show. Thanks for inviting us and this for is, feeding us, dude. You, yeah, thank you. You made us the, you like, the best brisket we've ever had. There was goulash, there was bread, there was refreshy for me. Is that how you pronounce that? Refreshy. Refresh. One drink. (laughs) Simple happiness. (laughs) But of course. No booze, huh? No, check this out. Yeah, I don't drink. Just before we get into this, I I think Eric will really appreciate this. This was my car. About. This was his car. A month ago? About a month ago. I really have a refreshy thing going on. Really refreshing, huh? 
shit. That's like me when Baja Blast comes out for the summer. <laughs> I have 24 oh. packs of refreshy. 24 12 packs in the back of my car. That's, I bought out the entire store. Me and I'm at like one of those rich fundraisers and they Such have water. just stacks of water. Like just three, water. Like three of them. Or four of us. Alright. Hey, pass okay. me one of those refreshies. So, oh uh, yeah, of before course. We go, oh, before we go, uh, do you guys want to talk about there. just the... Oh, okay. If we can get over there. That's cool. What's okay. the, the last number and, and uh, what's it kind of about? Um, This song is about... Refreshing. This... <laughs> Drink fresh. Uh, can of seltzer water. About a can of seltzer water. Named Freshy. Um, the song is called Mind Control, and it's about the relationship between this prostitute and her her addiction client to refreshy. and her addiction to seltzer water, and Sorry, her coming back from the grave to haunt her. Mm. Refried, refreshy. Her refreshy. The trick in the John. Yeah, basically. One. Wait, two. you start the song. Yeah. One. <laughs> Guys, I need. We need to be serious before we start the song. Shh, 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 shh. Everybody, take a deep breath. One, two, one, two, three, four. I'm gonna play with you this time. One, two, three, four. All right. <clears throat> I'm sorry, but I've been using mind control this whole time. I'm sorry, but I regret to inform you that I can't. Listen up, you house. You never listen. You stop screaming for more. Anticipation prison zone Only got one door Is it me or is it just you That's been cold, so cold inside You left me on the beach with all those wasted Robbing you the right way robs you the wrong way. Robbing you the right way robs you the wrong way. Robbing you the right way robs you the wrong way. Robbing you the right way robs you the wrong way. Robbing you the right way robs you the wrong way. Robbing you the right way robs you the wrong way.
myself. Why are you anticipating 